I was invited a while ago to come and contribute as an audience member to a conversation about controversy on the internet and why does it look like young people today are starting podcasts and starting YouTube channels um, and creating conversations around controversy for the sake of getting clicks. Um, and there is this term on the internet called clickbait, right? Um, and what that term basically means is that you will often find someone, and it happens a lot these days on Twitter as well. YouTube used to be the biggest culprit. And now more and more, we're starting to see ma uh, newspapers and magazines use this when they're posting articles. So you usually see a very attractive, appealing and shocking headline, right? That'll say something extremely shocking like recently i read a headline that says that basically uh, uh, uh um gave the impression that dstv is shutting down and no one will basically have dstv in south africa because they're doing so bad um and i remember clicking on that and i read the article and the more i read the more i asked myself why did they choose that headline and it, it, it made me realize that if I had not read the article and literally tried to scheme through and look at some of the facts that they're presenting, I wouldn't have actually come to the conclusion that, I mean, the, the headline is clickbait. It's not a good portrayal of what's actually happening within DSTV as a company. Um, and of course, none of us know what the decisions the executives are making and, 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 and. Um, but now that's more on the corporate side. Um, if you look, if you bring this closer to home and imagine seeing someone, for example, putting up a post about someone you know and then having a, a headline that says, um, girl from this area falls pregnant with boy who you know, lives, spends his nights out at whatever tavern. Like, you can imagine how such a headline can destroy someone's life because right now we live in an era where it's so easy to take a screenshot and share it, post it on your WhatsApp status uh, or post it and, and it just goes viral, right? And that essentially becomes what defines you. Um, a, as an individual. I mean, one thing that has really been, really, really been irking me and just disturbing me is the number of people who are sharing videos of kids on the internet. It really, really rubs me the wrong way because I, const I find myself constantly thinking about what kind of a life this adult is creating for this child. I mean, if you consider the fact that this child didn't get a chance to choose whether they want to even be on the internet or not. That's a very, very big deal, right? That is a very, very big deal. To not allow an individual, particularly a young child like that, to have the choice of being as popular as you have made them. Now the whole world knows who they are. But now imagine if the thing that you're posting is inflicting, creating, or invoking conflict. That is a terrible thing, right? Because, or let's say, for example, it, it, it's, yeah, it's creating, provoking, or causing conflict. This is a, 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 something that we as young people need to think about a lot. Um, not only because many, most of us aren't the ones posting these things, right? The, most of us are actually the ones who are encouraging these posts, clicking on them. But I do want to speak to the idea of posting things that will lead to conflict. 
Let's talk about the idea of, of clickbaiting. Clickbaiting is a very dangerous thing, but in most instances, it can be harmless. You can find that someone is using a clickbait approach just to get people um, um, listening and watching their content or reading their content. You see this a lot on, on TikTok, on Twitter these days, where a person will put post a thread, right? But the thread has it sort of like has a book cover and the book cover is the initial post um and they'll say something like let's say for example um given masilela um floats on the air that's the clickbait so you click on it and then you start reading the article and maybe the art not the article the thread and the thread will start explaining that uh he floats floated in the air because he was strapped onto wires etc 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 so you can clearly see that that was a clickbait that led to once you've clicked it then you can follow the thread right and the thread explains what actually happened um so i sh- i want to speak I want to touch multiple aspects of this conversation. There's nothing wrong with clickbaits, right? Nothing wrong, as long as it's used responsibly. If you can find a way of getting people to click your video and not lie to them, you can't tell them that, for example, given Masilela was um, um, drinking magic water in Limpopo, only to find that when they actually read, you're actually talking about given Masilela hanging out at a Starbucks in Pretoria um, in the middle of the night and doing nothing weird, right? Really, really need to consider what what is the content as opposed to the clickbait. Now, many of us might have... I mean, by now, many of us have fallen victim to clickbait. It's just that you didn't see it as harmful because you, if you once you see that the clickbait has nothing to do with you, you just move away. But the thing about the reason that I want to touch on it so much is because you can have a title and a thumbnail that implies something or implies that someone did something that they didn't actually do. And then, boom, you've entered the realm of conflict. Right now, the other aspect that I want to touch that pertains to this conversation are those of us who cannot and do not take the responsibility to read certain content or listen to content online. And once you see that the clickbait is actually negative, spreading something negative about someone else, you don't take the action to actually report it. You don't take the action or you either repost it. So my point here is this. You can have the person who posted the the, the, the conflict-inducing content online. You can have that person be the guilty party but you as the recipient the one who's reading the one who's consuming can also be in the wrong and for the most part we really need to consider the fact that if you do not like a Kellogg's no one is going to make it if we the ones who are reading the ones who are consuming do not like gossip then no no one can consume it and it really started making me think about shows from back in the past, you know, shows like Jerry Springer in South Africa, Yajola 99, and all these reality TV. Like, they make it because it's, it's very cheap to produce, for one. Number two, they've realized that we really love it. And it says a lot about us as individuals. It really, really does. Right. You need to sit down and think about the content you enjoy consuming and ask yourself, what does it say about you? All in all, this the, the conversation that I'm having with you is 
we both should not post conflict-inducing content online. And at the same time, we should not engage with conflict-inducing content online. I know that when you engage with things, it feels like you're less guilty. In fact, it seems like you're not guilty at all. <laughs> this is the terrible thing, right? And, and as young people, we really need to start considering the role we're playing whenever we interact with content that... Um, 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 you know, whenever we interact with content that we can clearly see this is only meant to, to inflict con- conflict. And, and, and conflict is incredibly entertaining. Like you think about it in the more extreme sense, right? When you go back in history to when uh, Rome used to hold these uh, uh, barbaric uh, events in the Colosseum, where literally people were fed to lions to entertain the audience. It's, it's, it's incredible that that was used to amuse an audience. And obviously we've spoken on, on the show before about the fact that the word amuse simply means means to make something numb, like to basically make you not act an active participant and an active thinker. So if you want to put people at in, in stasis, in a, in, a, in, a, in a state of being inactive and not being aggressive, you amuse them. And what's the easiest way to amuse people? Conflict drama, you know, all of these things that we're seeing on the internet as well as on traditional television these days. These are things that are only meant to do the opposite of what Christ did. Christ is the king of peace, right? Christ is the king of peace. And yet a lot of these um, production houses today are creating on purpose content that is doing the very opposite of, of, of encouraging and, 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 and generating peace within us. Um, and, and I do think that more than those who are posting and creating this content, those of us who are entertained by it do really need to look at ourselves in the mirror. And, and it might come across as though ach, if I stop watching Given, I mean, nothing's going to change. Uh, I'm just one person. I'm not going to destroy this conflict, this uh, content overnight. And I absolutely agree with you. But you would have purified yourself. You would have sanctified yourself. So it's really important for us to just get ourselves to a place where we're not engaging with conflict-inducing content. This is very, very important. And I do think we'll definitely touch on this topic again because it's so, it's so important for us as young people, especially living in the time that we're living in, um, 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 to understand the power that comes from us both instigating, putting up posts that cause conflict and also participating with content that is clearly posted uh, uh, to induce and cause conflict. So my question to you is this. What, are, what steps are you going to take not to become a consumer of conflict-inducing content from here on? Social media can fuel conflict. We should avoid topics that sparks conflict uh this is our devotion or not devotion our discussion for this evening and uh i want to comprehend compliment mr given this is such such a worthwhile topic discussing because i firmly believe that that is part of the problem we are sitting in a country that is not directly affected by the war in the gaza strip in this current war i know there's a lot of wars happening that's not directly affected however we are posting and having discussions like this on on, on uh, Facebook and on Twitter, well, X, not Twitter, 
And that leads to us having conflict and sparking conflict and debating. And then we want to participate with certain people or participate with conversations with certain people. And that then leaves them to, uh, to, to, to fight with us. Have a, I don't know what's the correct word. I want to say verbal war. Have a verbal war with you on 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 a post war probably on on Facebook or X, right? We're having that, and that's not helping the situation in Gaza at all. The more problem or the greater problem that we're currently sitting with is people that's posting from America or South Africa, whatever the case might be, thinking that we're knowing what's happening in Gaza. Exactly the same like the um, Osama bin Laden, not Osama, is it Osama bin Laden or Saddam Hussein or, or somebody, I can't remember, the letter that was posted or leaked now from why he attacked, um, why he attacked America. Now everybody is like, I was so anti-Saddam Hussein or I was anti, uh, uh, anti-Bin Laden. I can't remember which, which guy it is. But now that I've read the letter, I realize we're all wrong and... And I and I want to compliment you for saying that you are wrong, but I do want you to realize the following: we are all wrong, mostly. <laughs> That's the problem. We are living in a world that is either autocratic or democratic, and we are no longer living in a world that can be considered theocratic. What do I mean with theocratic? Theocracy is a is God, uh, the God of the Bible, more specifically in our particular sense, ruling the world. That was the way when we had in the Old Testament when you read about judges or when you read about uh, the prophets ruling. There weren't kings or anything like that. We just had these prophets and we just had these judges. The fact that we had them is indicative of the fact that God is the ruling party. So we will always have wars. We will always have people fighting these things. But we, we, we should try not to post and wash or air our dirty laundry on social media with regards to this conflict because it can not it can it does lead to greater conflict it does lead to more strife it does lead to more fighting right the second thing is that i want to mention is that dirty laundry with regards to war and politics is not something that should be aired but also don't air your own dirty laundry i saw now personally um Actual in actual honesty in the church that I'm currently involved with, the church that I'm currently heading, we, we saw people sharing dirty laundry for what's happening in their marriage, and that leads to strife. So that leads to to um, not healthy understandings of what a marriage should be, because people don't want to get married because they see what this marriage is unfortunately like. Now. I don't want to wash my hands of the situation, but we're trying with, with counseling, but it doesn't help at all to, to help the situation. If they don't want help, they don't get help. But trying to post stuff like this where we don't know what's happening, where we don't understand what's happening, is not helping the situation at all. So what's the solution then? Right? The solution is the following. We should stop talking about our problems and much rather start praying about our problems, right? Uh, spending quality time with God with regards to prayer, with regards to how things are shaping up, with regards to your marriage, your friendship, or whatever the case might be, is 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 actual way to approach the situation. Because then we are we won't live in a theocratic environment, but that's the closest thing to theocracy that we will ever get. get becoming God-ordained, moving back to the God of the peace of the universe, right? Um, 
that is our actual uh, actual uh, i want to say liberating moment that's where you're actually making a difference because you're coming to god and you're ordaining god or speaking to god and he's ordaining his angels to take hold of situations and that is what's leading to peace in difficult situations <laughs>